everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, except for uh, CM Punk. Dude, what are you doing? My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is my co-host and producer extraordinaire. It is Mr. Andy Guy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, I'm Mr. Andy. That's how <laughs> I say hello, is hey, I guess. I don't know. It's just hey. one Y, though. It's not two Ys. Oh, I would go, hey, with all the whys in it. Nope, don't do it. Don't do it, oh. man. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, so, I, I, hey, Luke! I'll never do that ever we, again. <laughs> it's, it's been a few days, a week or ish, since we had an episode. So because of that, this is like a, a jam-packed episode. We got three shows to talk about, two of which were like very uh, – I don't know. They're they're very uh, talk worthy. I'll just say podcast worthy. And then um, you know we got all this news that's happened, and we're gonna talk about AEW. You know you know something's gone down in a, in a company that Andy doesn't care about when Andy Andy's like messaging me going we got to talk about this stuff on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fascinated. It is it is kind of fascinating stuff, you know. <laughs> Wow, it is, it's crazy. We'll get to that. But first, there are ways people can contact us if they wish to. We are on the Tweety. You can follow us individually. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drewstifer Tweets. I almost said Grumpy2EB again. And collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. We can uh, interact with us as we uh, live Tweety the shows. If you want to send us a written or voice email, you can. If you wish to, neveropenpod at gmail.com. And we have cool merch. Fucking buy it. Do it. It's uh, we got a Teespring store, so uh, go and check it out. Hoodies, t-shirts, socks, stickers, key rings, all all kinds of shit. Go do it. Thank you. Yeah, <clears throat> Luke, you uh, were about to go into business for yourself there, which is against the law. So just be careful. You almost you said you were about to say your Twitter handle instead of mine. I mean, hmm, I don't know. I'm the champ, I though. Call. I can say anything I want. Nothing bad well, will happen to me. The best way to handle that is live on the air. Yes, exactly. You know, I could uh, tell you all these things uh, that I want to tell you, Mr. Andy, personally. But rather than do that, I'll do that uh, on the show loudly Good. whilst I well, eat or... cupcakes. <laughs> and uh, I, I think that. You know, it's interesting. So if WWE, we've seen many times, and sometimes this goes right, sometimes it goes wrong, is they will try to air their dirty laundry in a storyline, right? And sometimes, like I said, that's been amazing, you know, specifically like the the Matt Hardy edge feud, right? That was something. Mm. And and there's, there's a million examples of this, right? There's also a million examples of how it's bad. But when something like that is done poorly, it's like either it's going to be great or it is, it makes everyone look terrible. And so I think that like an indie promotion, AEW tries to do that and they do it clumsily. And I think what we're seeing is kind of the result of that. Well, I swear we're a New Japan podcast, everyone. We're going to cover the three Burning Spirit shows, but bear with us because this is some crazy shit. So... Unlike Miss Andy, I did watch All Out. I liked it. I had a good time. It wasn't my favorite of the pay-per-views. I think a lot of the finishes didn't go my way, and that's fine. I can handle that. But, you know, I, I can handle it's it when not, it's not fucking Jay White or it's got Sonata beating someone up. 
He doesn't wrestle for AEW. Yeah, there's no Sonata type in AEW. I'm just like, fuck this guy. Every goddamn time. But... <laughs> But I had a good, I, I, I at least, like, I had a good time watching it. Uh, I only have to pay for halves because I made a money to pay the other half, so that's even better. And I don't know, like, I know these media scrums happen, but I uh, just watched, like, five hours of fucking wrestling, and I took a bit of a break. And I thought, oh, it's still going. I might put it back on at the start and see what I missed. Oh, yeah, Punk's usually pretty good at these. I'll, uh, I'll see what he's going to say at his fucking media scrum. And then I, I watched it. My jaw was <laughs> touching the carpet. And I was just like, what? What is he doing? Get Tony, nudge this man, please. Elbow this man and tell him to shut the fuck up. Someone, like, does he have a handler? Can someone come in and speak into his ear just like, hey, dude, chill? Like, did someone do well, anything? That guy, that guy threw a chair at somebody, so. No, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> it, bit, <laughs> it bit someone, too. Right. So, so I'm watching this thinking, like, shouldn't this motherfucker think he's on t- CM Punk I'm talking about? Oh, we swear, by the way, be aware of that. Shouldn't this son of a bitch th- like, feel like he's on top of the world? He's, like, the champion again? All this kind of stuff. Like, you should be elated. You should be like, yeah, I just had a great match. All this kind of shit. Yeah. And no. He, he's like, I'm just going to be, a, a, like, a grumpy motherfucker and just complain and bitch and moan and whine myself out of the title. What the hell, man? Like, he starts talking shit about Colt Cabana. Like, I don't care about this guy. Proceeds to rant why? about it. Like, yeah, 15 why? Minutes. I don't, no this guy doesn't. About Colt Cabana. <laughs> I never even think about him. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you can't stop. You're screaming about him on the TV, like I can on the YouTube's. I can see it right now. <laughs> he he lives rent free in my. I live rent free, and he said, "No, he doesn't." <laughs> no, I think it's, it's the other way around. around. <clears throat> and then he starts bad mouthing the fr- freaking Hangman Page again, and he starts bad mouthing the, pu- uh, the the punks, the Bucks, and Kenny Omega, and I'm just like. Can someone, like, tell this guy to shut the... Eat your cupcakes. Don't talk with their mouthful or something. <laughs> he's trying to eat cupcakes. And, like, he's trying to get sodas, like, out of this bag <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God, Luke. Why don't they do these interviews in character? What the fuck is happening? Why are what? they doing this stuff out of character? And, like, in New Japan... They do these all the time, and they always perpetuate a storyline. They move a storyline forward, or it's just a funny little thing in character. They don't. The, they don't shoot on the people the, the, in the. It's a, it's amazing you bring that up because uh, if uh, anyone had watched the media scrum for uh, Forbidden Door, there was a couple of New Japan wrestlers on it. One of them, most notably, is uh, Akata. and I asked Akata some questions, and some of them are non-Kabe, and he handles it with professionalism and whilst maintaining like a character of some kind, you know, yeah. like he doesn't like, he's, he's not about to tell you just after a wrestling show, how this wrestling show came about, you know, how all these things ducks in a row. No, he's going to say like, I'm a Carter, I rainmaker motherfuckers. And that's what I'm going to do in the future. Like, what do you expect? No, like 
it's not as if like a, a Carter's backstage. He's just I can imagine if that happened. A Carter just beats Jay White. He wins the title, and then after the show, he's just like he's like fuck more Sami. <laughs> and and rather than cuss out like the person he just beat or whatever, someone random who's like yeah. got nothing to do with him in storyline. Like Jijiro's a fucking asshole. Like what are you talking about, Jijiro? He's just a freaking turd nugget and all this kind of what, what are you talking about him for you just won the title yeah but he's a piece of shit and that would be so weird but yeah it's it's crazy and you think it might have ended there right with just this <laughs> we're a new japan podcast i promise but this is just crazy shit you think it's end- hilarious <laughs> it's so funny dude you think it would have ended there with punk just being like anyway i'm out bye i'm like wow that media scrum was fucked Oh, <laughs> no one else's interviews are anywhere near as interesting, by the way. So, uh, no, they're fine. But <laughs> how do you top that? Jesus. And then then you start hearing all these reports about a, a scuffle backstage. And I was telling Charity about all this stuff that was happening, right? And Charity's like, oh, it was a backstage segment? Because I'm right? talking about it happened backstage. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 <clears throat> Charity, this wasn't filmed. Oh, so when will it come out? No, 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 Charity. <laughs> Awesome. I mean, backstage, backstage, like behind closed yeah. doors. Right. These she guys that. Yeah. and these guys had a fight. <laughs> and she's like, isn't this fake? Yes, I know. Yes, Charity. Yes. Wrestling <laughs> is a fake sport. But there's a thing called egos. And some of these people have huge ones. In fact, <laughs> I would say CM Punk's ego is so huge, it dwarfs Yoshihashi's dick. <laughs> like, yeah. whoa. So, yeah, I don't know what, what I don't know the exact details of the fight, but someone got bit, someone got a chair thrown at them, someone got, like, punched, like, punches with th- flying, all this kind of stuff. And, and you're left thinking for a few days, is this real? And then, like... Meltzer and Alvarez and other reporters and being like, yeah, this shit happened. <laughs> Just like, what the fuck is going to happen? So I think everyone tuned in yesterday to Dynamite with a fucking huge box of popcorn, box bucket. I don't give a shit. Whatever you put your popcorn in. Obviously, I put them in boxes. because I put it in my face. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going to happen? Yeah, Tony Khan pretty much got on camera. He re- he really has an on-screen role in, in Dynamite. And he's like, yeah, so uh, this will be done. Punk is stripped of the title, and the Bucks and Kenny are stripped of the trios titles. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, no word on what Punk's, what Punk's future, but uh, the three elite lads have been suspended. So there is that. And... Yeah, so we did crown new trios champions. So uh, I'm even happy. Like, and they're three guys I like way more than the elite anyway. Uh, in case you didn't know, Andy, it is uh, the new champs of the trios titles. Uh, Phoenix, Pentagon, and Pac. Cool. The Death Triangle. Go. So uh, I've got the Death Triangle t-shirt, which was superfluous for quite a long time because for a while we only ever saw two on the TV. But now they're the trio's champs, and I'm very happy about that. I'm more happy about them being the champs than about the the elite guys, so I will say that. But, 
Yeah, and rather than just give us a tight uh, title match that night, well, we've got to do a tournament. So that'll end in like two weeks to crown a new tournament. And uh, crown a new tournament, crown a new AEW champion, and all this crazy shit. <clears throat> so turns out uh, there are uh, at least a couple of belts out there, Mr. Guy, that have worse luck than the IWGP World yeah. Heavyweight title. And the yeah, United States title. Yeah. And it... <laughs> so so bad for titles, yeah. I mean, how many times has it been vacated now? Several, right? And, like, I mean, it's just it just flip-flopped, you know, twice or whatever. Oh, my God. What a mess. It's just... And, and like, if you're a, like, true blue AEW fan, my heart goes out to you because out this probably bums you out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And because, I mean, this is not good. I'm not saying the company's going down or whatever, but this isn't good, you know? And I just oh, now, like, some of the best wrestlers you got are out because they're suspended. And also, Punk is injured now. So he it's kind of moot point whether he gets fired anyway because he's injured now for eight months. So, yep. That's probably why he was mad, because he was injured, you know? So, like, you know, he just let it get a hold of him. And I just, again, you know, to me, it seems like a ship without a rudder, you know? That's kind of what it seems like if, and, and you know, maybe this is a, a wake-up call for, for AEW and a way for them to kind of learn how to improve, which I, I genuinely hope that, you know? But I just don't let your wrestlers go on your television show out of character. If this is what they're going to do, yeah. why would you do that? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, you know, I've, I've met a million indie wrestlers, you know, and some of my favorite ones are people that will never break kayfabe. You know, I, I, I know people that are like that. And, and even some of my wrestler buddies still, there's some things they don't want to talk about. You know what I mean? And it's like, I appreciate that. Like at least, you know, put up the facade, at least, you know, keep that up a little bit. This destroys it. And it's in a way that's not fun. <laughs> it's not like a guy doing 10 super kicks in a match. That's, that's kind of breaking kayfabe and it's fun. Yeah. This is a way that's not fun. And I don't like, like it. If, <laughs> but it if I'm fun. listening, if I'm listening to like the odd, it depends on the guest, but if I'm listening to like the odd Jericho podcast or something like that, I don't mind if that goes inside baseball a little bit. Like, that's fine. That's not on (laughs) AEW television. That's not on an AEW program, you know? Yeah, this was on the AEW YouTube channel live. And you just, I don't don't know how much of it you watch if you just watch clips and shit. I watched the whole punk segment. Like, maybe not as it was happening because I just re-ran the live telecast or whatever. But I was just like, holy shit. Like, as I said in the intro, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, my goodness. And we were just having a good old chuckle because, like, we we never really see any of this kind of bullshit in New Japan. No, it's like, and when it is, it's weird shit, like a bushi acting like this, and it's just kind of weird and mystifying, you know what I mean? It doesn't It doesn't make its way into the ring. No. Just like, what the fuck? Oh my god. Yeah. Well, Luke, that shit is fascinating. And I urge people to look look up this video. I don't I don't think I've mentioned this to you, but apparently this is just the funny how how deep into this wrestling fans will get. So if somebody analyzed the 
you know, media thing, video. And they were like, apparently when Jericho gets up, if you turn the volume all the way up, he like puts Tony on the back, pats him on the back and he's like, I'm going to have to meet up with you later, you know? And he looks at him right in the eyes and goes, some shit went down. Okay. Like that. <laughs> just walks away. <laughs> and that's From how everything... Tony found out about it. Yeah. So everything I've heard and maybe seen as well in some of these scrums and stuff is Jericho's a pretty good influence back there. But you know, he's only one dude, and there's always going to be egos and shit. Because he's been around, he's done pretty much everything. I don't think he's a guy a pro, that's uh, jobbed as many times as Jericho has is going to be really bothered by a lot of this stuff, you know. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I think. Love... Uh, sorry. There's something Jericho says all the time. <laughs> like he said, and I, I think he's wrong about some of this, but I do agree with this a little bit. It's like he says that there's no such thing as a botch, because whatever happens out there happens. And I love yeah. that concept. You know, I love that, you know, he understands that it, basically what he's saying is, is that anything that happens out there, goes down as part of the storyline of whatever happens. So it's not a botch. It's just what happened. And I get, you know, he's not saying people don't screw up, but he's saying, you know, that that's just what happens. So I just think that he, if you look at wrestling like that, you're going to be a lot less pissed off as a, as a worker, you know, as the, on a wrestling company, I think. And I think he has a good head on his shoulders for that kind of thing, but maybe not for other stuff. Yeah, maybe. But, um, you know, he's got a good wrestling brain. I, I don't think any of us can really doubt that, though. <laughs> so be, before we get to the fireworks factory, that is uh, three house shows in a row, uh, one of which is yeah. fine and the other two are super fun. Uh, <clears throat> let me just mention one more thing that is all out related. It happened on yeah. the pre-show, and I know yeah. you watched this. I did. Uh, so before we get out into other news, let's uh, let's have a taste of some New Japan Pro Wrestling or a strong style kind of match. It happened in the Zero Hour pre-show. So since Andy is not going to watch the main show, I was like, hey, this is on pre-show. You might want to check this out. And I think you did. It is Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston 2, Electric Boogaloo. And <clears throat> I didn't write too many notes about this because uh, – it's an AEW show. Just wanted to just chill out. But uh, I thought this match was fucking awesome. It was like a huge chop fest. Ishii's chest is like beat purple. Like it's purple as fuck. <laughs> to the point where I'm just like, Kingston, can you hit a different part of his chest? But then you're thinking to yourself, you don't want to hit a different part of the chest. You're going to make that part look even more purple because it looks awesome. <clears throat> they fucking beat the shit out of each other. They suplex each other. This is just like kind of heaven to me. Uh, they have fucking awesome chemistry, and I'm thinking to myself, Eddie, if this uh, AEW thing don't work out, you can get yourself into Japan, any any promotion really, but hopefully New Japan. I think you do all right there. Uh, but uh, like at one one part of the match, Ishii hits Eddie Kingston so hard, the commentators burst out into laughing. It's, it's like they got the holy shit giggles. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you see something yeah. so fucking holy shit, you just burst out laughing. That was them seeing some of the just nasty, gnarly kind of shit these two were doing to each other. It was really cool. Uh, Eddie Kingston wins, as uh, of course. And Ishii wins on the New Japan show. Eddie wins on the AEW show. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. So, yeah, what do you think of this match? <clears throat> I, I liked it. You know, Taz was on commentary. 
And yep. he said about 3,000 times kind of the best way to describe this match, but he just kept saying it because he didn't have anything else to say. He's like, because like they only did three moves like in the whole match. You know, it's like, it was like chop, punch, suplex. That's it. That's all he got. That's all they need. It was great. And so, uh, but Taz was like, this is exactly what you expect from these guys. And you're like, yeah, that's this is what they did. They did the match you thought they were going to do. It was great. I thought it was pretty fun. I was mad when <laughs> she lost. Yeah. But that does lead into another piece of news. And that is that Forbidden Door 2 in Japan has been announced, but not by anybody besides like Tony Khan got a question about it or something and was like, yeah, that's happening. So, you know, we'll have uh, hopefully. You know, we'll have um, Eddie Kingston versus EC3 at Forbidden Door 2. There you go. You heard it here first. Well, hopefully, uh, <laughs> Kenny and the Bucks aren't still fucking suspended. Well, uh. you know, I think that'd be a long time from now. So, um, it's, it's, Oh, my God. It's funny, too, because, like, I, I heard a lot of stories that the trios titles were basically, like, created as a – for initially as a Kenny Bucks kind of vehicle – and now they're not even the champions. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. Well, oh. you know, they're awesome. They'll be back, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I do think, though, I could be wrong, but I do think some of these guys, we maybe have seen the best we're going to see from them. You know what I mean? I, I could be wrong, but. You never know. All right. So there is other news. And the rest of this news is all going to be New Japan related. I well, promise. Kind of. Well, most of it. Noah, Noah announced the Tokyo Dome show, and um, there's all kinds of shenanigans that went on between Great Okan and Muda, and it's kind of looking like Muda's last match, which well, it's actually Keiji Muto's last match, because Muda already had his last match, but that's they're the same person. I understand. Not. Yeah, and um, his last match is probably going to be at the show, or it is going to be at the show, and it might be versus Great Okan. That'd be awesome. I, I kind of doubt it, but like that's just where they're heading, it seems like. Not only that, uh, Nagata's having his 30th anniversary very soon, yeah. Mr. Blue Justice himself. Guess who he's wrestling? Great yeah. Okan! And, and they, I can't wait to talk about them getting into Not it. Not only that, like, <laughs> I feel like... I love that. I feel like he's a great match for the dads. Like, uh, we've seen him have awesome matches with Kojima. Seen him crush it at Tenzan, like... Yeah. This guy can go with the dads and make Why them. Ten awesome. Sam. We haven't uh, seen him in a haircut. while. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're okay. Now, now it's all New Japan from now on. Right. Everything else. Hey, have you seen the Game of Thrones show? Uh, yeah, House of the Dragon. Uh, <laughs> I've seen the first two episodes. So. <laughs> oh, it's awesome, right? What do you think of Doctor Who? He's fucking badass, right? Uh, yeah, he's my favorite character, even though he's a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> awesome. Just wait, he's, man. He's an asshole Just character, wait. but I'm like, I can't take my eyes off him because I'm, I'm used to watching him being like, killing is wrong. I'm a good guy. Yeah. To him just being like, all right, everyone, round all these people up and chop everything off. I'm like, what? <laughs> in the land and of Game of Thrones. In that world. It's thrown up onto a stump, and I'm just like, uh, <laughs> thanks. All, your, all actions have consequences in the world of Game of Thrones. So it's, uh, yeah. It's everybody's going to die. All of them. <laughs> so, yeah, and I say that as someone who isn't, I've read the first, like, three books okay. of the, of the series, yeah. 
but I never really got into too deep the TV show. But I was like, all right, you're talking about it. My dad won't shut up about it. Or at least, at least it'll give me something new to talk to uh, you, you, know, you and my dad with. So uh, I started watching it, and uh, lo and behold. Yeah, I really fucking liked it. So uh, I'll watch episode three at some point uh, over the weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Lord of the Rings too. Lord of the Rings is great. I don't, I don't know if it's a great show, but it is the most beautiful, like best looking television show of all time. I can't imagine there's a better looking television show than Lord of the Rings. It's unbelievably good looking. So. Yeah. Well, uh, it does from the trailers I've seen. So I'll, I'll be getting on that very soon as well. But uh... <laughs> all right. So uh, do you know this? Have you heard about this? World Tag League and Junior Tag League will be combined. And I'm like, yay! I don't have to watch two separate World Tag League tournaments. But, oh, they're at the same time. So I, I, I messaged mess, message you last night about this. And uh, I'll ask you again on air. Are you happy with covering World Tag League the way we're probably going to cover these house shows? Yes, or yes, that. And, like, I'm thinking that if they have it on separate nights, brother, I'm giving you results on World Tag League shows. That's what I'm talking about. If anything storyline worthy happens, I might not know about it. So, I don't know. Unless they mix up the shows, I just, unless, but then again, they might bring in FTR or somebody. If they bring in a bunch of fresh wrestlers, maybe I'll care. But last year's World Tag League and the year before were some of the just like worst times of doing this podcast as far as like, oh, my God, I have to watch this. <laughs> so. Yeah. So uh, if uh, if uh, some of these World Tag League episodes end up being uh, never run World Tag League, uh, you kind of know why. Because we're just like, there's five of these. That's, yeah, we're getting drugged. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> also... Uh, I'll, I guess I'll lead with this news because it involves my country somewhat. But yeah. uh, and pro wrestling is launching something called Tamashi, a new Tamashi brand with the best of Japan and Austral Asia. So that would meaning uh, New Zealand, uh, Australia, and obviously uh, well, Asia and Japan, all that kind of stuff, all that region. Yeah. So they've announced some dates. Uh, Friday in Christchurch on the 11th of November. Looks fine. I'm like, oh, yeah, Mal- Aussie show, 13th of November in fucking Sydney. It's fine. Fuck Sydney and anyone who looks like Sydney. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like that? Damn. Well, I, I'm from Melbourne. Uh, originally, I know I live out in the country now, but uh, Melbourne has this, like, Melbourne and Sydney have this playful kind of rivalry, I guess. Oh, good. So, okay. you know. Fuck it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't. So it's going to be pretty cool. They're going to be doing shows, I guess, kind of semi-regularly in Australia and New Zealand, featuring Australian talent, New Zealand talent, as well as a smattering of, obviously, of uh, New Japan pro wrestling talent as well. So should be some uh, fun, interesting shit. I don't know if this is going to lead to, like, an Aussie-Australasian kind of strong-ish kind of show or anything like that, but, uh Yeah. It's a, another way that they're kind of expanding, which is pretty cool. They've got a dojo in New Zealand anyway in this area, so uh, yeah, makes makes pretty set makes a, a lot of sense to me that uh, they'd be like, we got this separate dojo down here in New Zealand. Like, why aren't we incorporating it into our product yeah, like man. we do, say, the LA dojo and 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 all that kind of stuff. So 
this could only be a positive thing and this could be a pretty cool gateway for uh, Oz, other Aussie wrestlers and New Zealand wrestlers to kind of get their feet wet into New Japan pro wrestling and stuff as well. So I'm all for it. Yeah. Sounds awesome. I like I like Fale. And I'm I just have a feeling this is gonna give him a job with New Japan for the rest of his life. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's it's the Fale Dojo is kind of like the center of all this and like they just say go to faledojo.com to find out more, you know, and shit. So that's pretty cool for him. I'm glad and you know who knows he may wrestle for another 10 years i kind of doubt it but at some point he'll retire or he'll just kind of disappear off tv and we'll hear about all cool cool shit he's doing backstage and training with people and stuff that's gonna be fun yep so uh he's obviously i can't see him leaving new japan i see him being uh, a trainer slash ambassador for yeah. new japan in our in or sorry in my region of the of the planet pretty much uh, yeah for the rest of his career so awesome i like Mr. Tyler uh, as well the word tamashi in in uh, Japanese it means like soul or spirit like and you see it in the name of restaurants a lot so it's kind of like soul food or something like that that's what they'll have right. <laughs> like tamashi ramen but it also you know has to do with soul sushi yeah so you I saw a bunch of those when I was looking the word up so tamashi uh, you massage. know but it's cool that's that's cool because it's kind of like a folksy take on the word you know which i like that I like folksy shit so pretty cool yeah. yeah so uh that's uh nice those are two interesting pieces of news one is horrifying because it's two lots of world tag league sandwiched together but at least we get it all done at the same time and then uh and then we've got uh, the tamashi news which is awesome and yeah, I'm only jokingly saying fuck Sydney and anyone looks like Sydney because I'm pretty sure yeah. they'll do some uh, Melbourne shows and all that kind of stuff. If uh, a show, I don't know if they're televised and stuff, but if something like this does come down my neck of the woods, uh, yeah. You gotta go, yeah. Guarantee that either I'm going or I'll probably bring Charity with me as well or my, my sister Michelle, it doesn't matter. So yeah, uh, there is still some more New Japan Pro Wrestling news. When are they going to get to the Burning Spirit Factory? Now, shut up. <laughs> Dude, it's not as if there are any major title matches on these shows or anything, so it's all good. No. Uh, we'll zip through this, yeah. Taka Taichi Mania, or Taka Taichi Despi Mania, is on next yes. Monday. Uh, yeah. We're going to watch it the next day, because the last time we watched this live, we realised that we were the only two real, like, Westerners <laughs> live tweeting about it. So I think, like, uh, you're busy that day, so I was just like, well, I'll watch it with you the next day, because... Then, you know, I'll have someone to talk about it with as I'm watching it. It'll be, be awesome. It'll be awesome. So, I can't wait. Yeah. So our next episode, stay tuned for our Taka Taichi Despi Mania show. And if anyone's curious about it uh, and they love Suzuki Goon, it's a no-brainer. These are Suzuki Goon love fests. Uh, it's got everything, bit of everything, though. So you'll get, like, you get maybe a death match in there somewhere. You'll get uh, some Joshi wrestling. Uh, it's all cool shit. So, yeah. You get to see really tall guy. You know, oh I mean, you got to see a really tall guy. Really tall guy is an attraction, man. You know, and uh, yep. I, I love all of the Just Tap Out guys. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. There's more stuff that we could talk about here. Like, you know, Tanahashi's Never Give Up Tour, where he's going to fight Fujinami. And, uh, you know, uh, Hiromu has a documentary on New Japan World. 
but we're like 30 minutes into this and we got to start talking about wrestling. All right. So let's do it. It's <laughs> my, mind you, everyone, Andy did warn me before we started recording that, uh, he is, uh, he's stoned. So, you know, let's all blame him for any sidetracks. Even, oh, <laughs> even I, told you, I told I, you this one was going to be long and here we are, you know, yes. I don't remember saying <laughs> anything else about anything. Professionalism, our job. That's all right. Burning spirit. We're at the Yokohama Budokan, and uh, <clears throat> seems weird to be talking about such a standard kind of New Japan show when we've got two <laughs> fucking fresh live show shows. So uh, I'll go and keep this short. We've, we start with the DKC versus uh, Kosai Fujita. Pretty solid and standard young lion opening match. But for like for the for a young lion, the DKC is <laughs> shows a lot of personality that's not a bad thing yeah. but he's a young lion she should be doing young lion stuff instead it's dkc but he's sharps and stuff i don't know he's pretty cool though he makes me laugh and uh, so the dkc i think he he, he fits right in with the with uh Fujita. they have a pretty standard pretty fun match but he beats Fujita not with what you expect a brab or like one of those other ones, like suplexes or something like that <laughs> But with some kind of Kimura chokehold or something. So, all right. Fair well, enough. Luke, the uh, the Yokohama Budokan was open in 2020. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> next, we have House of Torture versus Chaos, our favorite matchup. And uh, Chaos, oh. they're, wearing, they're wearing their new merch, which is anti-House of Torture. So they got this universal no sign, like spray painted over the House of Torture, which, by the way, I hope House of Torture is getting some money from that. Otherwise, Chaos is a bunch of fucking assholes. This is a gimmick Yeah, of the you know highest degree. So, um, but uh, Yo actually comes out. He's starting to show a little personality. He's still yep. off white, and he ain't no god. But uh, he gives one of the shirts to Ave San, which is fucking hilarious, and he puts it on, and <laughs> he's just delighted. And I was thinking, well, they're gonna pay for that. So uh, I just know that T-shirt was definitely Goto's idea since, like, he's the most unoriginal bastard of all time. Uh, this is a match that I watched. Uh, Young Lion has colored socks like Gabe Kid. So he would, I guess is wearing Young... Gabe Kid socks, yeah. Yeah, there's a Young Lion in match, and I can't remember which one it is. But um, here we go. Pimp Juice on him, and Yujiro gets a much-needed win. Got to keep him strong. Look, this is fine. I like the House of Torture. All right, I'll take it back. I love them. And also, uh, Chaos are full of shit. There is smoking allowed in the House of Torture. I've been there. I got the T-shirt. But, like, Jesus Christ, this feud's gone on longer than a WWE feud. I want to see House of Torture do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? On the flip side of this, we're going to see three nights of shows where it's Suzuki Goon and LIJ again. Except they know they've wrestled a billion times and so, I don't know, or maybe all those wrestlers just have more charisma than the Chaos guys. Uh, actually, they they do. So, I don't know. Uh, I know there's other feuds that have been going on for a while as well, but none of them are annoying me as much as this. So I'm glad you spoke about this match. Anyway, Jado, Wato, and Taguchi. That's uh, Jado and the Ass Masters versus Gideon Gray in his debut. Lord uh, Gideon Gray. Lord Gideon Gray. 
his uh, debut. Francesco, Akira, and TJP, the junior tag champs, return. Uh, Taguchi's got a haircut. That's uh, a, a worthwhile note that I, I put in my notes there. And and uh, this match is super fun, and uh, it kind of confirms what Mr. Guy and I kind of surmised, and that Gideon Gray would be the Empire's Jaro slash Gato slash Sasha Michinoku slash Dick Togo. Uh, with a bit more of a, a comedy bent to him. And Hanare must be sighing in relief that he exists <laughs> because now he doesn't have to be the jobberingest jobber of the empire who ever jobbed. So good for you, Hanare. And uh, I think uh, I think a lot of factions need that that one guy that they can always drop out. And, yeah, so I liked Gideon Grey. Like, I think I liked him more in the next couple of nights when I get a more of a feel for for what he brings. But uh, so far, I like what he does. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Taguchi, though, he does uh, pin him after a double team with Wato. So, yeah, I really like the chemistry between Wato and Taguchi versus Francesco, Akira, and TJP. But I feel like I've also just seen them have a title match because they did. And I'm like, aren't things open now? Aren't people able to come and go more now? Why aren't we seeing different... Okay. Well, anyway, these so... kind of are different, you know, as far as they've only been feuding for like eight months. Yeah, I know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke, uh, that's tremendous. And next we have Team T-Shirt with Gato versus Kenta, Ishimori, and Hikaleo. He's back. I can't wait till he tags with uh, Jay White in the World Tag League. It's going to happen. Um, so we got uh, Cobb. He surfs on uh, Chase Owens. So Fale saves Chase and opens the massage parlor, and we get double massage, uh, you know, uh, on uh, on Cobb. Uh, Great Ocon handles Team T-shirt on his own for a bit and does his sit in the corner thing to Fale, and people love that man. That's like babyface shit now. And guess what he does, Luke? Guess what he does? He uses extra stank on it. He puts yes. extra stank. So. Gato hits Mongolian chops on Great Khan. That's against the law, but it is really fun. And they triple team on Hanare, but then it's Hanare and Gato alone. Full Nelson, ultimate exodus, and Hanare wins. Yeah. By the way, that was uh, Gato chase in Fale because uh, Hikale is in the next match, but that's all good. We've oh, got, shit. Uh, My bad. It was Ocon. Well, I'm bad. I was reading the wrong thing. I'm sorry, guys. It's all right. I'm breaking, hey. breaking kayfabe on the podcast. I'm... I'm, I'm, uh, I'm... I'm fine. It's it's all good, baby. It's all right. This is it's not it's not like this is the best of the Super Juniors final. <laughs> well, I got, I, I got uh, distracted by the next group of notes that has really big at the top. Ref Chumpy is here. So. <laughs> freshly freshly uh, haircutted himself as well. Like, haircut. Uh, that's so bad. <laughs> so we got top. We got Honma and. Makabe, GBH, and with Kushida versus Hikaleo, Kenta, and Taiji Mishimori. <clears throat> My bad. Like, yeah. Uh, so uh, this match is a blast, and Charity's in the room watching this, and, and she's like, oh, who's who's this Kushida guy? And I was able to simply sell Kushida on, on Charity just by saying, uh, awesome wrestler, obsessed with Back to the Future. And she's like, oh, really? She loves those movies. So, uh, oh. you know, she's already a fan. So there, <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Unfortunately for Kushida, though, 
and he's wrestling Ishimori. So uh, Charity's like, I hope he still loses because she like <laughs> loves, she loves, um, loves the Shredder Man. And I look down at my gut and I'm just like, I will never have that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kenta almost does something out of my fantasy dream book and hit Makabe with his book. But no, uh, the book goes flying. But Chumpy is nice enough to pick it up and put it in the corner. Oh, you're very nice, Chumpy. Uh, look, this match is just, th- these matches are just an excuse for uh, Kushida and uh, Ishimori to go, hey, we're going to have a banger with our title match because every time we're in the ring together with these tag matches, it's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, and kind of do something a little different to each other in every one of these tag matches to keep it good fresh too. So I like that. And, uh, yeah, uh, mind you, uh, Hanma gets killed by uh, Hikaleo and, uh, and, and he loses. So there is that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I can't wait till Hikaleo tags with Jay White either. Um, next, we have LIJ minus Shingo versus Suzuki-gun. And uh, in this match, Kanemaru, he's wearing his, his dress shirt to the ring. Fucking hilarious. Pecs are popped. And the fans are just yelling shit. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you heard this, but the fans are just like, yeah, just yelling shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, yell shit. I like it. Taichi wants Kanemaru to face Sonata and pop his pecs. Um, so they do some wrestling first and then pecs are popped and, uh, you know, Taichi offers a hand to Sonata, but Suzuki-gun brawling on the outside, there's heat on Sonata and Suzuki-gun hold him and make him watch Taichi peck his, pop his pecs. (laughs) It's just just fantastic. So tremendous wrestling between Zack Sabre Jr. and Sonata as usual. This match is very, very good. LIJ, they run wild for a bit, and that's Desperado versus Hiromu, which is another tremendous matchup between these two factions. That's amazing, of course. And then we get Bushi versus Desperado, which also rules Lucha side pin thingy, and Desperado pins Bushi. Yes, he does. So it uh, could have gone for either Kanemaru or Bushi then, but uh, yeah, um, Bushi ate that. So we got our main event. It's Toriyanu. Oh, he gets the tag with the uh, the cool kids now, which is good for him. Toriyanu, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada versus Bad Dude Tito, uh, Shane Haste, and Jonah. So well, I don't really know much about Mr. Haste, uh, but uh, hey, look, it's his first main New Japan show, and he's in the main event. Good for you, mate. Again, it's against uh, three very popular guys in uh, on the other side. So yeah, this is a... Pretty fine match. I really like uh, Bad Dude Tito, and uh, he and he and Tana seem to have a like a mini thing going that will carry over into some of the other tag matches coming up over the other nights, which is nice. I'm not sure what to make of Haste yet. I just said that. Jonah though, who that is? Don't you? You don't know who Shane Haste is? I don't He's know, man. My mate. Yeah, it doesn't look. I know I'm Aussie. Sorry, You're supposed to know American. every Australian. Do you know the name of yeah. every American wrestler? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so um, <laughs> well, but, but uh, he, 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 him and his, him sorry, and Mikey Nichols are the original. Ah, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. TMDK guys. Yeah. That's what I was trying to find. Yep. All right. Well, this m- match ends with a surprise finish. But how often do you see Yano get pinned? We're going to see it again too, by the way, with a <laughs> torpedo, which is uh, becoming one of my favorite little moves. Also, I don't know if I ever mentioned this. I don't care because I'm going to mention it again. When Jonah comes into the ring and he does that foot stomp and the camera shakes, the ref does it. 
uh, every, uh, like his tag buddies do it. They all just like, you know, like the Enterprise D when the, their ships get attacked. Oh, yeah, I haven't mentioned it. <laughs> it's, I love it every time. I'm sorry. Fuck you. I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> it's great, man. I love it. Even the camera guy knows what to do. It's tremendous. Yeah. I like right. uh, that's like the thing where like Earthquake used to stamp around in the ring. And in particular, I can't remember which show it's on, but there's a you know match with him versus Hercules Hernandez, and Hercules sells it and like falls down. It's one of the greatest things ever. That shit's <laughs> tremendous. And Luke, I I'm watching this match right, and I'm just like Okada and Jonah. They're like made it's clicking, it's working, isn't it? I mean, this is not this is something special here. And like New Japan knows. You know, it, this this could go on for years. This is tremendous stuff. So I'm I'm really really into it. I love it. Yeah. The show was good. Wasn't great. So I would say, like, uh, you could argue that this show might have some of the same qualities as the next two shows, but the next two shows are a lot higher energy because of what we're about to talk about and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. that was pretty solid. And look. I, I think this uh, Jonah stuff is working as well. And another thing that makes me feel like it's working is when you can hear the crowd the next night. And uh, I'm hearing fucking them going off for Jonah. So I'm like, they love the big Jonah! dude. I'm like, oh, yeah. So let's let's do it because I thought this was a fucking smart way to start the show. This is Burning Spirit in Corican. So we're up, up in the rafters, of course. We are the Phantoms of Corican Hall. And also, I read a tweety that the last cheering crowd in Tokyo, either that was a tweety or you told me, was Nakanishi's retirement in February in uh, 2019. For some reason, I wrote 2029. So uh, look forward to his future retirement and also his uh, return to wrestling. Hiromu, <laughs> you can tell us what the place looks like in, in a minute. Uh, I'll just mention that for both nights, but he, Hiromu comes out as the hype man, not just as the hype man, but he's also like, you know why you're here, right? You're here to fucking like cheer your asses off. Anything you can, you know, boo the house of torture. They suck. You can cheer these guys, like all this kind of stuff. This is pumped. We want to hear you. We want the energy. Let's do it. He, he hypes the crowd up and all that kind of stuff. Now, before I jump into the first match, which I thought was a perfect choice to start off the first uh, round of like more well, cheering shows. How's this place look? Where has this set up? Okay, this is interesting because uh, okay, it's weird because it looks like there's way more people than normal. Because what they did is normally they have like all a bunch of sections like sectioned off, and you can only sit down by the ring, and that's normally how they've been doing the half occupied, you know, Kurgan mm. Hall shows. Because if it's half occupied, obviously you want to sit closer. So they just open the front sections. Well, in this one, everybody's just sitting every other chair in the whole goddamn place. So it looks like way more people. And it sounds obviously like way more people, too. I think that the sections on the right and the left of hard camera, I think those two are every person to a seat. And they're not allowed to cheer. But they do anyway. And I think that the other two sections, one like right in front and then the big section behind the hard camera, I think that's, you know, the ones where they're sitting every other person. It's loud as fuck. And this night is loud. But the next night, holy fucking shit. It's like it's like there never was a pandemic. 
It's incredible. And the wrestlers react to this. And I cannot, you know, I can't even stress this enough how important sound is in pro wrestling. And we've been missing a big part of that sound for so long that it just feels amazing. And some of these matches are just fine, but they're the greatest matches I've ever seen because of the oh crowd, my God. you know? Right? It's, like, it's so awesome. You know, you can yeah. see it in the wrestler's work. You can see it in the eyes of the refs. I mean, the refs don't wear masks anymore either, which is kind of cool. And so, you know, it's When did just... we notice the masks were off on the refs? Oh, when Chumpy came out. Yeah, I had no idea. I had took no notice of the refs being maskless till I was like, oh, my God, I can see Chumpy's face. And you're like, it's been like that all night, I think. <laughs> oh, has it? <laughs> we, don't, we don't care about anybody but Chumpy. So, I don't know. Luke, what do you think of this? Like, I mean, how was your experience watching this as far as, like, as a fan? And, and you know, what's the difference between this and the shows we've been watching for two years? I fucking love both these shows like the second night is just like i was i was only half looking forward to it because look i know it's going to be good and it's going to have good wrestling in it but it's a fucking vod show you know it's yeah, annoying yeah. by the way everyone i actually tuned in on tuesday night to watch that shit live <laughs> i need to find out it was a fucking vod show i even sent andy the more our standard messages to each other like good morning good morning and i hear nothing and from I, him I like, what the like, fuck's going yeah. on there i was it's like what are you doing what are you doing skill my shit uh, <laughs> the crowd's awesome and it's this isn't just a big deal for the fans like it, it's a super huge deal for the fans now they get to fucking go Sonata! and all this kind of shit <laughs> but this is a big deal for the fucking wrestlers as well big time like yes big time because there's a few wrestlers tonight that have not had japanese cheering uh since you know they've returned from excursion and shit like that but they start with the first match which is perfect of course you always start with the first match but is Monaro Suzuki and I'm just like <gasps> excuse me versus bad dude Tito <laughs> bad dude Tito comes out crowd's like yeah Tito Tito that's pretty cool but then Suzuki's music hits and I'm just like of course yeah you want to put Kazi Nino Ray something with a bit of fan interaction up for the first match perfect yes and also I want to watch bad dude Tito versus Monaro Suzuki so that's even better this match is fucking cool. Yes, big teats. Crowd likes Tito a lot. Makes me happy. In fact, they're going bonkers, which is most of my fucking notes. Uh, Suzuki's milk in the crowd big time. So Tito is like, wow. And that's what that's the thing throughout the whole boat, boat these next two nights. Holy shit, we can actually milk these reactions and stuff now. Like it's there's a difference between milking the claps. And milking the cheese, yes. if that makes sense. It I don't changes know. Yeah. the work Thanks. in the ring, right? It does, in a, in, in a positive way. It really does. Uh, now, the match ends with, uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, Suzuki Ducks uh, moved by Bad Dude Tito. And he chokeholds him, kicks him in the leg, puts him on his knees, and does a hidden blade. It's not, not like a run-up hidden blade, but he does elbow Mr. Tito in the back of the head. And puts him in the good old gut style pile driver for the one, two, three. Oh my god. I was so excited. The crowd, like, I'm waiting for it. How's this crowd gonna react? I know I know Hiromi's the hype man, but what's gonna happen when the Kazi Nina Ray hits? And that was like <clears throat> I've seen crowds bigger than this probably produce softer sound. Maybe it's just because I haven't heard it for so long, but the crowd went <laughs> nuts. Because he need a raid, I marked out. I was like, yes, New Japan's back, motherfucker. 
fast, fast. <laughs> oh, so good, man. Uh, uh, Suzuki had so much fun getting getting pops after the match. He just attacks the ref for no reason and falls down. And the crowd cheers for it. <laughs> oh, Everyone man. Everyone just wants to see Suzuki do Suzuki shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will bear the cross, Luke, so you don't have to talk about it. But next, we have Chaos versus House of Torture again. But this is a lot more fun because the crowd boosts the shit out of House of Torture. In fact, part of Hiromu's part of like Hiromu's whole like you know hype up thing was teaching them, you know, hey, you guys remember how to boo, right? So when House of Torture comes out, you boo the shit out of them. Like that's what he was telling them. So so they did. They booed the shit out of them. It was great. House of Torture brought the dog cage back because, goddamn, we can't do anything original here. Although, this next night we talk about this match. I can't wait to talk about that. But this is your typical stuff. You know, uh, You know, not even the crowd really makes this night interesting for me here. Uh, Yano is in the Tanahashi spot in the match. Where he, or, uh, excuse me, Yo is in the Tanahashi spot in the match. And uh, no, Yano's in this match. Yeah, okay, he's yeah. in the Chaos team. I'm sorry, I didn't write down who was in. So Yano gets the Tanahashi spot where he just tags in and does nothing pretty much. He fights Dick Togo and he does the break, break, break spot. Yay! The crowd gets the chant, break, break, break with Ta- with Toriyanu. Oh, hey, he stopped yeah. doing that spot because the crowd can't cheer, and now he's doing it again. Babyface shit. I love it. Uh, is a fair play on Dick Togo for the win. I love this. The, the 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 shit with Yano was good. The rest of it was like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for saving me from the, from the pain of that. I was tempted to let you go first and do the first match. They're like, uh, showing you will never stop feuding. All right. So next we've got Okan on the cob and Gideon Gray versus Hikaleo, Chase Owens. And More Arlo. Gideon Gray, you son of a bitch. Oh shit. Fuck. Sorry. He's not wearing any crowns. Oh, well, he must be very devastated today because the uh, the fucking Queen of England died oh, uh, at the young age of 96. She had a good run. Rest in peace. Anyway, great I'm starting. Like I know I know it's naughty, but it's not as if she died prematurely or anything. But I did I did write on the Facebooks like uh, does my, is my money still valid? Because the Queen's on a lot I mean, of our currency. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You know, she's your queen. You know, long live the queen. Something, I don't know. Anyway. What was this match? This match is special for one reason and one reason only. And that is, it is Great Khan's first night with cheering. Yeah! And and Corican, you made me happy. You made me very happy. Why? Because the crowd goes absolutely nuts and apeshit for the Great Khan. I think Fuck the crowd yeah. knows that this guy's worked his ass off through the whole COVID era and hasn't been cheered for once. Yeah, sure, this claps, but you, you know what I mean? So I was so happy for Mr. Great Khan. So happy for his reaction. It's awesome. The Empire of Faces here as well. And I like Gideon Gray. I think this is where he clicks for me, like, fully now. Because at the start of this match, Khan and Akai are getting beat down. And they're on the, they're laying on the apron hugging the ropes as, like, a uh, bull club stomps their ass. And uh, <laughs> Gideon Gray comes up behind and starts hitting Chase. Chase shoves him. So he goes to Hikaleo, starts hitting him, and Hikaleo just throws him. So he, it's like, big uh, normal-sized dude, big dude, 
bigger dude. He thinks he can do that with Chase too. And Chase, uh, sorry, with Farley. And Farley just fucking knocks him flying. So I'm like, all right, that's Gideon Gray's role. I think I'm going to get into that. Like, uh, And it shows another side of the Empire that they're not just this, whatever we think of them, they can also, you know, pull out a, a bit of silly fun with all these kind of antics too. So Gideon Gray is working for me. I like it. Uh, <coughs> Hikaleo does... <laughs> does this amazing chop on Cobb and uh, for a while Cobb's unable to get tagged in. Uh, the Great Khan tries to tag him, but he can't. So Gideon Gray tags in and then loses right away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And he was hesitant too. So Great Khan looks at him and he's just like, look, I'm going to try and get Cobb. But Cobb's like on the ringside. He's being held back. He's like, I can't reach this guy. And uh, he's not even looking, getting cranky. And this guy's like, oh, I guess I guess I'm in now. Tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like him so far, you know. I mean, the man's a lord, you know. But it was great to see the crowd reaction for Great O'Connor. You're right, that's fantastic. You know, plus, getting great, bald dude. You know, so that's good. Uh, so uh, next we have the Ass Masters, uh, way to the Ass Masters, and uh, the DKC versus the United Empires Juniors and Hanari. So um, one thing, too, about the Lord, again, I just want to mention is that he he's going to add a dimension to them, you know, that is important because they are like the kind of gimmick of United Empires, the highly skilled heels. That's what they are, right? I mean, now they'll be babyface and stuff situationally, but that's kind of their overall gimmick, and that can be very boring. As, for example, TJP, very boring wrestler. Even though he's so highly skilled, it's just there's there needs he needs another dimension for me to care about him. But uh, we get Wado and Brioche. They start this match, and he and Taguchi work together, and they get to shine. That's great. DKC, he shows his teammates how to do the body punches, you know, which is great. <laughs> And they beat up, they beat up the other the team. The Lions and... initiating uh, triple beatdowns by <laughs> yeah, holding someone, and they're like punching, punching, punching. Yeah, that's awesome. pretty great. Uh, Bruschetta Brios, he hits a plancha and he busts out a Doki. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, that's Doki shit. There's all kinds of heat on Taguchi. There's a hot tag to Master Huato, and they do these cool tag moves, and we get a double tag in DKC versus Hanare. For a while, uh, Milano is doing the hi-ya, screaming that, which is oh, fantastic. Uh, Wado accidentally stomps an Ari in the face while he and Taguchi are, like, uh, setting up DKC for a possible victory. It was an accident. He didn't mean it. Uh, but uh, Blue Thunder Bomb, uh, but DKC kicks out, and the crowd is chanting his name. Milano is about to fucking explode. Rampage tackle, and he's dead. Uh, Hanari wins. This was fun. Yep. It's also uh, Wato's first night for Cheers yeah! as well. So uh, weren't, they weren't as loud as Great O'Connor's. <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, I think we're still waiting for Wato to have that one <laughs> moment where we're like, all right, let's get back on the Wato train. I, I yeah. just click now. Whereas I, we had, I had, at least I had that period for Great O'Khan. And yeah, now. He had a, his, his, his best. <laughs> Best of Super Juniors wasn't that great. It was kind of disappointing, you know? Yeah. All right. So next we've got uh, Jado and Kushida versus Gato and Ishimori. What a match. (laughs) This is is match fun. It has something that's so fucking bizarre. And of course, I'm really not used to it. And 
and here it is. Jado, 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 Jado. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Look, uh, the uh, Kushida Ishimori parts of this match are fast paced, technical, smooth, jaw droppingly good. And I'm just like, give me that title match already. I'm ready for that shit. I know. Yo, to this. Where is it going to happen? Like that's that's surely that match has got to be like I haven't even seen it yet and I'm already thinking like is this going to be a match of the year contender because like their fucking tag chemistry is like insane off the charts I know they've probably wrestled a million times before as well but it, this seems like still it's because he's been away for a while it feels like a fresh match it feels like a fresh feud chemistry's off the freaking chain and you can't go wrong when you've got like. Kishida on one side, Ishimori on, on one side on the team, and then the other two guys are Jado and Gato, who are just going to make you laugh and also tear the house down in, <laughs> in only ways that they can. In fact, uh, the Kishida-Ishimori tags are some of my favourite, these all three of these nights, so really happy with this feud. Uh, Kishida gets that. What? Do you, what? So you're going to make me look, uh, I'm going to make myself look dumb here. What's that suplex pin that Kushida does? It's really cool. And that's how he pins it gay, though, for the win there. It's a bridging style. Oh, so he doesn't have a name for it? I don't know. I'm not sure. Some Kushida fan, you like some bitch. (laughs) 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 We're shit with move names and we know it. (laughs) It's all good. People know what we're talking about. They know what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, as far as that goes. But, uh, yeah, I think um, I thought that was a lot of fun. And you can't. It's a hammerlock overst- suplex. Oh, there you go. Hammerlock suplex. Bridging hammerlock suplex. And uh, Kushida yep. also, tr- he used the boner lock on Ishimori in this match. Yeah, and he, he tried to do a, bl- a bloody cross on Gato. Fucking prick. Can't do that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, but after that, we had the biggest moment of the night because the crowd just stood on their feet. And just started slow clapping in unison. And they started chanting, Marty, Marty, Marty. And they're looking at each other. And Ref Chumpy is entering the ring. Chum, and chum, his, chum, chum, he's got chum. that new haircut. But Luke, the fame has gone to his head. And he refuses to wear a mask now. Because that's the moneymaker. So he also refuses to face the hard cam for like 10 minutes of this match for some reason. <laughs> it's so funny. But what this match is, uh, besides, you know, greatest rep of all time, is the former tag champs Bushi and Shingo versus ELP and Kenta. And uh, ELP is Shingo's father. He has a new haircut, which is the Shingo haircut, and a T-shirt to prove it. So uh, Yano is on commentary for this match, too. And uh, (laughs) so Chumpy is very distracting because of his face showing. So it's hard to kind of pay attention to this. But uh, Kenta, he finds a kid in a Bushi mask and beats up Bushi right in front of the kid, <laughs> which earns him a chorus of boos. Uh, all <laughs> kinds of fun heat spots on Bushi. And uh, Shingo, he gets a little revenge on ELP, but Kenta helps double team. And Shingo takes care of them both and is about to do his he loves ska music is that that's what i figured out what it is and he gets so fired up about in the middle of the match he just looks at the camera goes ska 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 so he wanted to do that right (laughs) he he was about to do his like you know his ska thing or whatever um and uh 
uh, ELP just blindsides him, and we get the Booyah spot, which is pretty good. And Shingo and ELP, they just tear it up. Another tremendous, like, chemistry matchup we got going on in the feud. It's, this is going to be fantastic. Uh, the singles match will be so great whenever it happens. Uh, Bushi takes out Kenta, and he hits a, let's go! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that made me laugh. LIJ double team ELP helping Shingo tell us how much he likes ska. So that was great. You know, they free him up so that he can tell the crowd what's what's up with the ska music. Um, ELP hits Shingo moves on Bushi, son of a bitch, and he's about to get the made in Japan, but Shingo just interrupts him and fucks him up. Sudden death on Shingo after he's sent into the turnbuckle. Uh, Bushi gets a roll up and MX on, uh, but Kenta. He hits a late flying clothesline, which I hate that move. That move is so bad. Uh, CR2 on Bushi for the win. Yeah. Man, uh, El Fantasmo is doing a little bit of single white female here. Uh, <laughs> don't know if anyone remembers that movie, but uh, this other this woman tries to assume this other woman's identity. Uh, spoiler if you've never seen single white female, but LP comes out. Shingo haircut. Also, you could also say that it's a little Kenny Omega-ish as well. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. I like it. Uh, ELP's all in. Like, with whatever storyline or feud he's in, he, he's doing. Like, he's all into it, and he yeah. tries to make it different, awesome, and creative. And, yeah, it, it's a right choice to bump him up because he can do all that stuff with people he hasn't really had an opportunity to do that with, like the heavies and stuff. So, awesome. All right, next we have uh, Hiromi Takahashi, Sonata, and Tetsuya Naito versus... Despy, Despy and the Tekkers, <laughs> and uh, Naito comes out, and oh it's, it's, it's and he's just like the crowd's just like Naito, Naito. He just comes out and he he just looks around. He kind of stops for a sec, and you can just see it in his face, like oh my god, like it really gets to him, like wow. And for a guy who says. He's usually like the tranquilo guy and all that kind of stuff, but we get to see a bit of like the real Naito there. It's just like, man, I miss this. I'm fucking awesome. Dude. He had a big reaction, maybe the biggest of the night. And I mean, it was like the yeah. crowd went to another volume level when he came out. Oh, yeah. And uh, Naito's in full troll mode for this for this whole match, which is another thing that's awesome. Because, uh, <laughs> look, I, I really hope this is leading at least for a special single, another special singles match between Zack Sabre Jr. and Naito. Uh, I don't know if it will, but I really hope it's leading that way because uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is not letting this go. He's still fucking pissed with uh, losing in minutes to uh, <laughs> to Naito because, uh, you know, it, it's 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 like when uh, Goto pins Yano in seconds and Yano's like, I'm also ready! I wasn't ready. Come on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I need to see Zack Sabre Jr. get his revenge. And I guess, like, I'm enjoying this match. It's a fun time. And then um, Sonata pins El Desperado and Buck and Buck you, Sonata. <laughs> this is the first match of the night where I started to hear the, I know. You know, that yes. shit, it was awesome. All of a sudden, it all started to happen. And, and uh, on night two, it was like the whole night. So that was great, man. Definitely. Uh, well, uh, Luke, now we have the main event of the evening. And the main event is the dream team of Tanahashi and Okada versus Shane Hayes, the guy you don't know who he is, and Jonah Hex. And 
The crowd's even more bonkers here than they've been the whole night. It's amazing. And it's hard to kind of put into words how perfect Jonah and Okada are for each other. If you watch their initial contact in this match, just watch their feet. It's bonkers. I mean, it's like two people looking in a mirror. It's unbelievably good. And you know they didn't say to each other backstage, okay, we're going to do the Patty Duke spot. That's not what they were trying to do. They're just that in tune with each other that they were like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like I said, it's hard to put into words. It is, if you, I mean, if you can click that well with Okada, if you can click that well with Okada in the ring, yeah, you're going to have a pretty decent career in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Mr. Jonah. Yeah, it's good for him. Because uh, yeah. if, if you can have a, a great feud with the top guy, then yeah. It's... Well, they're making him into a very, very believable. Like, I, is he going to beat Okada when you know when they fight over the briefcase? Probably not. Probably not. You know what I mean? But man, it's it's like believable that he would, right? And it it's just, and who knows? Maybe he will, but I highly doubt it. But it's just, I mean, this is putting him over so great. I love it. So Shane Hayes is healing up versus Tanahashi, and we get some Jonah versus Tanahashi, which is kind of fun too. It's like, okay. This is neat. Huge going chant. I mean, just huge. And there's heat on Tanahashi. Okada tries to slam Jonah and gets cross bodied instead, which I always love that spot. That's the best. Uh, Money clip, but uh, there's Fez press from Jonah Hex. And Shane Haste, he's in to get his shit in on Okada. There's a drop kick, though, and Tanahashi in versus Shane Hex is what I put here. He's, oh, that's right. It's Shane and Jonah Hex. That's what their names are. So uh, there's a double uh, backpack splash from TMDK on Tanahashi. That was pretty neat. Dream Team works together to suplex Jonah, which is, that's, I mean, what a Super great cool. moment. What a great moment. I mean, the two guys that hated each other for years and fought and fought and fought, they're, you know, coming together to you know, uh, to take Thank out the big man, uh, Jonah, pretty cool, man. Uh, Tanahashi, it's a high fly flow on Mr. Hex of the Shane variety for the win. Pretty great show, Luke. Yep. It's a pretty great show. And let's just, let's just go straight into the next one. This was the VOD show for, uh, the night that happened or the wrestling show that happened the next night. It's also at Corican. All right. He's, <clears throat> he's, let me get my little rain out of the way. Mr. Andy, this is the only complaint I have throughout the whole night. All right. You got the cameras there. Check. And it's not the static camera. They're all around. Check. You got the commentators there, the Japanese commentators there. Check. Then why wasn't this live? Why wasn't this? I don't know. Just. Hiromi comes out to be the hype man again, as he did the previous night. And I reckon, like, if, if the Monday night... Uh, it's like the mon- Monday night, the floodgates had opened, but not all the water had come flooding out yet. Only some of it had. But then night yeah. two, night two was just when like the Japanese crowd just went absolute fucking ape shit, and I'm seeing motherfuckers lean over the railing going, "Yeah!" And I'm like, "What country <laughs> is this? Am I watching an American show? What the fuck?" <laughs> awesome. And this first match, I loved it. It is Ryoha Iwa. Kosai Fujita and Yuko Yuto Nakashima, the three young lions versus uh, Suzuki, uh, Takamichinoku, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Hey, 
Suzuki's here to get the crowd going again by murdering Young Lions. Dude, yeah. this match is awesome. The Young Lions attack. <laughs> they triple drop kick Suzuki. Then Suzuki starts getting fucking elbow strikes by all three Young Lions. Then they throw him into the corner and start chopping the shit out of him. Loud Iwa chants as, as, as then like they you know Suzuki can come back and all that. Loud Iwa chants as Suzuki kicks his ass. Like Suzuki gets brabbed by Yuto Nakashima, and then all of the Suzuki Goon are in the Suzuki Goon submission spot. Like what? And then Suzuki Goon turn it around and triple submission the shit out of the Young Lions. But before that, Suzuki has him has Yuto in a chokehold, lets it go. Yuto stands up, bit slapped to the face by Suzuki into Yudo's face, <laughs> then back into the chokehold, and he chokes him out. Hey, you fucking brab me, bitch. <clears throat> right in the hey, there's tri- triple brabs. They all and got the- brabs. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, Suzuki Goon got their revenge and the win. This was a super fun match. The Young Lions, like, they just must be tired of getting beat up by Suzuki all the time. <laughs> so what do they do? They go for triple. They throw the other two out. And they try to triple team Suzuki for as much as they can. Fucking smart. I loved it. Really cool opener. Yeah, probably should have triple team Taka Michinoku instead. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would have been smarter. But uh, that's a great example of a match that was just okay. Like if you just watch that with the sound down, you'd be like, eh, all right, you know. But like with the sound up, oh my god, you know, tremendous. Match. But, uh, <laughs> that was so loud. And this is, I tell you, we're just getting the. Just that the whole night out of nowhere. It's fucking great. I love it. Uh, Luke, next we have Chaos and the DKC versus House of Torture. I'm and sorry, this match. Three of these matches. I'm sorry. Well, I'm thinking what we should do right. is that maybe I should like we gotta let you do the main event here. You know what I mean? So let's just let's figure that out here somehow. But let me do this one. Uh, so we have um, this is actually pretty cool because what happens is is that House of Torture. They have uh they bring they bring out the dog cage, but Chaos brings out a little dog house. All right. <laughs> and Saul must have been like sat him down and been like, listen, guys, chaos sucks. <laughs> no. Uh but uh they must have sat him down and said, listen, guys, uh, you know, chaos sucks and you need to do something to like make chaos not suck. And now they're trying to do stuff, you know, which is great. Thank you. It's still chaos, so fuck him. But uh, DKC, I've learned, he yells even more than Yoshihashi, which is shocking. You yeah, because as we yeah, know, Yoshihashi, yeah. he wakes up in the morning and he gets out of bed and he looks in the mirror and goes, ah! And then he walks to the bathroom or, you know, takes a poop and goes, ah! And then he, that's you know, that's Yoshihashi's does. hair always looks like he's got his finger in an electrical socket or something. <laughs> looks at his face, ah! <laughs> He goes and gets the mail. His neighbor says hi. He goes, ah! You know, so, uh, but DKC's got him beat in that department. Uh, there's a, everything is evil, and DKC gets pinned, and House of Torture do the greatest thing ever. They put, I was like, okay, you put Goto in the dog cage. That makes me pretty happy. But they take the fishing pole and just break it in half right in yes! front of him. <laughs> And he, in the backstage comments, he's lay, he's like kneeling on the ground with his broken pole, like oh, all whining about like a little bitch. Oh my god, that's fucking that, amazing. They throw Yo in the doghouse as well. <laughs> he, like just his head and his shoulders fit in. <laughs> Still counts. <laughs> ah, I love that. That was so much fun. 
All right, so next we've got the, the great Okan uh, on the cob and <clears throat> Lord. Yeah. This is uh, Barley, Chase, and Hikaleo. We've seen this match already. Well, they're all kind of repeats all three nights, aren't they, with, with slight variations? But uh, yeah. this match is super short, and Hikaleo gets DQ'd. But I was like, wait, what? Just he only did some light choking. I mean, Taichi does ten times more of that before the fucking matches ended. Maybe I didn't watch it right, but that was pretty much the match. Like he, Hikaleo puts his hands on Gideon Gray, Lord Gideon Gray's throat, and this ref is just like, ah, meh, meh, can't have that. I'm like, uh, what? So if you can fill me in on that to make it make sense in my brain, that's fine. Do that. Otherwise, uh, at the end of the match, Grado can't. Hey. I think he just gave up. He, you know, it was like he instead of letting Hikaleo choke slam him, he's like, no, he just gives up so that he doesn't get killed. I think it's smart. Lord getting Grace is a smart. Guy. I did give up. I thought it was a DQ. See, I don't know what Hikaleo's music sounds like, and I don't know what Lord Gideon Gray music sounds like. <laughs> so I think that looks weird, and I feel like Hikaleo did. I said a DQ. I don't know what the music is. Uh, okay, it's Hikaleo's. All right, thank you. All right, so uh, he gets choked and get, he's just like, yeah, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> All right, thank but, you. Yeah, uh, that's not the, the important end, part of this match, though, right? At, at the end of the match, Grodo Khan is just pissed off and starts wailing on the young lions and just going <laughs> fucking ape shit. And then uh, Mr. Yuji Nagata comes out and just starts trying to break it up. So I'm like, All right, we're getting Nagata versus Grodo Khan. Let me have that. I can't wait. And uh, yeah, very short, though. Oh, okay. Then we got to talk about this a little more here. So, Yuji Nagata was on commentary. He left commentary to go. That's like, right. Oh, you can do that uh, now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. Think they really late answer each other, but yeah. It's rare that you can leave commentary at all. You know, I mean, that it's just that's never something that happens in New Japan. Whatever happens is the guy stands up. That's the biggest reaction you're going to get out of someone on commentary. Yeah. You know, because especially because if he's a babyface, you know. So what happens is is the Great Khan had massive Great Khan chants when he came out. I mean, massive. The whole crowd was chanting Great Khan. And oh, yeah. when when Yuji Nagata stands up and starts fighting him, the crowd fucking turns on Great Khan and he throws a fit. <laughs> it's amazing. It worked perfectly, perfectly. Yeah. And we and you heard the whole like for the next like ten minutes you heard Nagata. <laughs> it's just awesome. It made me so happy. I love it. All right, so next we had uh, Ass Masters and Jado versus Brioche Bread, TJP, and Hanare. The opening of this is really good. Uh, there's some fun comedy stuff, and, like, you know, the heels get egg on their face or whatever, which is good. Uh, they're highly skilled, though, and they take control once Jado and his team get a little too jokey doing ass attacks. <laughs> there's a really cool airplane spin Samoan drop by Hinari on Watto. Yeah, fuck you, Watto. And this match tells the story that the tag title match will be about what it should be about. Teamwork. Ah, it makes me so happy. This is like, this match is all about teamwork, and so will that tag match. That's going to be great. So, Ajato's in versus Hinari, and he gets a lariat. What? Triple team on Hanari, but United Empire, they help out. There's lots of fun stuff leading up to a near fall, like roll up for Jado, but Hanari counters the cross face with Berserker Bomb for two triple submissions from United Empire. Everybody does it, and Jado taps to the ultimate exodus, 
and Brioche runs over to Milano and he starts speaking to Ita- to him in Italian and he st- looks at the camera and in English he's like, that guy's great, he's Italian. <laughs> I guess because his name's Milano? Yeah! <laughs> oh my goodness. And next we have uh, Kushida and Honma versus Ishimori and Gato. So, uh, Honma's fucking dumbass. Gato wants to two-sweet Honma, and Honma's like, oh, really? Starts putting his fingers up, <laughs> poking the eye, and then he starts getting his ass kicked. I'm like, dude, you fall for the oldest tricks in the book. You deserve to get your ass kicked, which he does, and uh, this match is a further display of the super good chemistry between Ataiji Ishimori and Kushida. It's just like... <clears throat> It's one of those it's one of these feuds and I'm watching these tag matches and each time I'm just like, Can your partners just fuck off? Like Homer, Gato, can you just piss off? I just Aww. want to see these two just like no offense to them. I like seeing them in the match Aww. and all that stuff, but um this is just my way of saying like I'm so hyped for this junior title match that it's like get these guys out of here and let them fight. I wanna see it. So I'm pretty hyped for that match. Uh Kushido pins a Gato with that uh submit uh not submission with that uh suplex that i've already forgotten the name of i watched this with the uh yeah the hammerlock suplex so uh that's it i i watched uh, this match with the english commentary and kevin kelly said something shocking and disgusting and loose <gasps> and lascivious and what he said is he's like oh i'm so happy the refs don't have to wear masks anymore except marty asami <laughs> <laughs> That was disgusting. <laughs> I was I was offended. Hey, why don't you do this next match next? Or this also do this next match, and then we'll be lined up so that you can do the main event. What do you think? All right, let's do that. So next we have uh, Naito, Abushi, and Sonata with. That's me. That's me in the tickets. All right, so uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, light. Homo erotic Tai Chi and Sonata stuff to start off with that. Not only are they doing peg stuff, but <laughs> Tai Chi decides to like uh, cop feel as well. And I'm just like, okay. Then Sonata pulls away, looks at him, and just like raises the eyebrow. Then they just uh, jump into push ups. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Push ups. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Then they both jump up, and uh, Chumpy has to choose the winner. Unfortunately for Tai Chi, the crowd's like going absolute nuts, going, Sonata, 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 Sonata. Uh, tai Chi's pissed off with it. And uh, Chumpy, at like a, a fucking wimp, holds up both men's arms <laughs> as he, they keep screaming. He, he gets booed. <laughs> he does. Marty he calls a draw. He gets calling booed. a draw in a silly That's little great. test of pecs and push-ups. <laughs> oh man this match is super fast super good time with so many good spots and these teams don't mind being like really silly and goofy like i really like this spot where one wrestler gets a, a, a like a, a headlock on the other guy then the other guy comes behind him breaks up that headlock by putting a headlock on that guy then he gets a headlock puts a headlock on that guy breaking that headlock and then they keep doing that and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff Really good time. It's like it's very, I guess, house showy in that way. Uh, the crowd, like, I remember us talking ages ago that you and I saying that we'll we'll know how the crowd really feels about Sonata when the cheering starts. And 
now, I guess now we know how they really feel about Sonata because I'm hearing Sonata and also Sonata, Sonata. People going crazy leaning over the railings. I'm like, it's Sonata, settle down. But all right, people like him more than I do. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tai Chi, there's that uh, Tai Chi kick on Bushi for the win. I think I'm pretty sure it was uh, that this kick movie does. Uh, ZSJR at the end of the match stomps Naito on the outside because you know why not? <laughs> then he beats up Young Lions, and uh, and while that's going on, Taichi's still in the ring trying to get Sonata's attention, going, "Oi, come on, Pex, 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 let's do it." Eugene <laughs> 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 no, Nagata didn't save the Young Lions from Zack Saber Jr. What the fuck? He's scared. So, uh, all right. Well, after that, we had Yano and the Dream Team, Tanahashi and Okada versus Jonah Hex, Big Teats, and Shane Hex. And uh, Ref Chumpy's in for this match, too, which is exciting, you know. We get the dueling Okada and Jonah chants as they start the match, and it's like, it's not even, but it's not it's not far away either. Surprised how much chance, like, Jonah gets, and I'm like, all right, he's yeah. over. I'm really happy. He's, yes. It's they've done it it's tremendous but i mean he's done it they've done it it's it's great so uh you know uh there's a break 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 spot from yano i'm so happy crowd's so happy tanahashi tries his corner like splash thing where he takes two guys out at once and they and tmdk just catch him and then they yes. just shit out of him. <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> i love that when when like tanahashi's tricks don't work on somebody that's good so there is a humongous go ace chant during the heat section on Tanahashi. We get a uh, hot tag from Okada after dragon screw on big teats and Yano is in and he goes with Jonah for a little while who he beat in the G1. So Jonah's fucking pissed, you know, and uh, it's pretty great. He tries to body slam Jonah though, which is a pretty bad idea after some tricky shit and Yano almost wins, but it's torpedo on Jonah or on uh, from Jonah on Yano. So Jonah is getting his revenge on Yano through these uh, torpedoes. He keeps dropping on. So that's why Yano's getting pinned. You know, oh, yeah. there's a reason there's always a reason. Yano just gets pinned. You're right. You said that the first time. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was they cool. really, they really job out Yano. Uh, and uh, I'll say job out. I mean, you know, he can take as many losses as he wants. He's always a threat because he's a wild card bitch. But yeah, he's he's taken the torpedo twice now. So the crowd went absolutely apeshit. They love the torpedo. <laughs> so do I. It's not it's not a flashy move at all. It's not like he does a super mega backflip, anything like that. He gets up, he lands on you, the impact looks fucking huge. The ring kind of shakes like it does when, you know, he stomps his foot. It you don't you don't always need a super complicated finisher. Look at the size of him. He doesn't need something super complicated. Get up there, right. jump on the motherfucker. Done. No muss, no fuss. That's part of wrestling as a big man, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like Keith Lee and I like, you know, some of the big guys that do all the super athletic shit. That's fine. But you don't have to do that. It's not nearly as effective, in my opinion, as at getting over your size as what Jonah does. That's just my yeah. opinion, you know. Look, I, I appreciate that big men like that could do that. And don't get me wrong, I'd always love to seeing Vader do a, a moonsault, you know, uh, and all that kind of stuff. But I was always more into seeing Vader just powerbomb and clothesline motherfuckers and beat them up. So, uh, yeah, 
So uh, when Jonah's more in that, and Jonah's more in that vein, rather um, that, uh, he's more that side of uh, Vader rather than the, uh, you know, I'm going to door moonsault yeah. now. Yeah. When he bit, goes the top rope, it's special. It's over. He does, yeah. Yeah. When he does something like that, it's special. It means something. It isn't just to do it because it's cool. That's right. And uh, mind you, that torpedo is still fucking cool. All right, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. We've got our main event here. It is uh, Shingo Takaki and Hiromi Takahashi. Or is it Takagi Shingo? I always get that mixed up. It's like I've got Shingo dyslexia or Shingo Lexia or something. I can never remember what order his name goes in. He's the only wrestler, only wrestler in New Japan I do that for. Anyway, Shingo and Hiromi versus. All right. If I can't have Kenta tagging with Jay White. I want Kenta tagging with El Fantasmo. Fuck yeah. It's a, it's a different energy, but a similar energy, if that makes sense. Because uh, <clears throat> they just feed off each other. It's awesome. By the way, there's various points of this night where I hear a chant and I'm like, and I make a note of it. And then I scroll to the previous night just to double check. Wait, wouldn't they have cheered that the previous night too? Then it, then it kind of, then I realize, oh wait, no, no, no. You're not wrong. The crowd's louder tonight. They're more yeah. off the chain tonight. Mm-hmm. They're they're fucking nuts. So <clears throat> it's as if like everyone who was I don't know if it's the same crowd, same people, whatever. Let's just assume it's not. It's totally different people. They watched this. They saw oh what we can do whatever we want. Fuck, <laughs> let's get tickets mm-hmm. and go. Let's go fucking ape shit. Anyway, <clears throat> Al Fantasmo starts a Shingo's da- daddy chant, and the crowd picks it up. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it match it's like usually when you watch a tag these these house shows you see the tag you see the lineup of who's in both sides of the tag matches and you're like all right you kind of know this all right lord gideon's probably losing gator's probably losing maybe honma bushi all these guys right i look at this match shingo hiromu elp kenta who loses this i know hiromu is the only junior there but i'd say hiromu is the like one of those rare juniors where he's so over and stuff, like you can have him beat a heavy and it's fine. So I'm like, who the fuck loses? What what the hell happened with this match? I don't even know if I could call everything that happens in this match, dude. There's so much story stuff, like the chemistry between Shingo and Elfantasmo is so fucking good. Not only that, Elfantasmo has also had a lot of matches with Romo, so his chemistry with him is also really good. Cantor is just like, feeding off all this kind of stuff too so much fun like i think my favorite spot of this whole match isn't even like a move my favorite spot in this match is not a move it's shingo holding down uh el phantasmo elephant uh, while uh shingo is just about to go Ska-ska-ska! and right as he's about to do it hiromu pho- photo bombs gets his face right up in front of the camera and goes, ska, 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 for him. And she goes mad. He's like, because Hiroma was calling him daddy the whole night too. <laughs> like he didn't get to do it the first night because El Fantasmo like shut it down and he goes to do it the second night and it's just like, yeah, it's uh, it's like Hudson Hawk where he can't have his cappuccino. Uh, <laughs> she goes, not allowed to go. Like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I made a Hudson Hawk reference. Are you going to be able to handle that? <laughs> I'm fine. Dude, there's also another spot here where Kenta breaks up a pin by making Red Shoes read his book. 
And whilst he's flipping through the pages and Red Shoes even has a, having a look, doing the big eyes, going, oh, wow. Uh, in the background, there's a nut punch into Shingo's uh, life makers. And they said, no, it's their life makers. It's uh, <laughs> got to use the New Japan lingo. Thanks, Kozlov. Sure. And then he schoolboys up Shingo. So, yeah, I know I didn't mention a lot of the spots and stuff, but this was just so – yeah, as you said, like nothing of mega consequence happened on any of these three shows, especially that first one. But the, the second two shows at Corrigan just felt fresh and special, even though we watched House of Torture versus Chaos for the upteenth fucking time. Having people actually be able to cheer and boo added to it somehow. So, yes, I know we're over it, but, like, wow, now I can hear the House of Torture get booed and all that kind of stuff. So, yes, man, what a, like, two in, 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 inconsequential shows, but so special just for the fact that the crowd was, not only that, dude, New Japan wanted to share so bad that they had cheering back that the first night at Corican was fucking free. Cheering's back, everyone. So come on down. Come on down and enjoy some sweet, free New Japan with cheering. Let's let's fucking go. So uh, I hope I hope a lot of people were just like, yeah, I want to check out a cheering show. Let's do it. It's free. Uh, it's still free. You can always just like, you know, I guess do the free shows stay free forever? I don't know. But uh, I thought that was super cool of New Japan Pro Wrestling to put that first uh, Corica show up for free. So, yeah, it was just like, we want to welcome everyone back to normal New Japan, which is, yeah, cheering. Are, are they, is it just going to be cheering shows from now on? Are we going to, are we going to jump straight in, into a mix of like, some places will have cheering, some places won't? I don't know. Do you know? No, I don't know. But, but before we wrap up and stuff, I do want to say a few things about that main event, if you don't mind, you know? Um, <laughs> Hell no. Uh, so this was really funny because after the match, the LIJ just beat up Bullet Club. So normally, one whoever wins the main event, they get to cut a promo, right? Mm-hmm. And Kenta, at, after at the backstage comments, Kenta said he had this whole plan about how he was going to lead the crowd in a chant of the name of his book and all this stuff. And he didn't get to do it because of LIJ, and he was so mad. And I thought that was good. But, um, yes, as far as the cheering crowds, uh, the Kevin Kelly did mention on night two here, he mentioned, or I guess it's night three, whatever it was, he mentioned that uh, he is hoping that this Kirk and Hall crowd kind of encourages and uh, inspires the other Japanese fans, whether they're allowed to or not, to just rebel and go ahead and cheer. And I hope he's right. Yeah, so do I. Man, what a what a fucking like that first show. Like we 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 just talked about that in well at least for us pretty damn quickly, just so we could get to the fucking Corican shows and just be like <gasps> cheering so good. And the second night, the second night should have also have been live because the fans were even more bananas with uh, with their cheering like. I wouldn't say they were like a Western crowd the whole night, but there were various points where I was just like, holy shit, guys. Yeah, that's yeah, that's they knew quite was, a... They, they knew it was VOD, not live, and they're like, oh, nobody's going to watch this. Let's just fucking go for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that show's a VOD show? Oh, can't go home and watch it. 
have to watch it the next day. So, uh, yeah, three pretty damn cool shows. I'm pretty sure there's – apart from Takataichi Mania, Mr. Guy, next week has one VOD show, uh, I'm pretty sure. And that's it. So our next episode will probably uh, be all about uh, Takataichi Despri. So that's pretty nice. We can we can give that our full – focus i don't have the card because i don't think it's even on the schedule part of the new japan thing no but it's out there you can find it if you want you know there's good shit going on jukasai will be there you know a really tall guy uh mr bread's like uh, his sister or whatever yeah there you know i mean maybe water's mom we don't know yep uh so the, sorry, it's the VOD show uh, that I was saying is on this Sunday, the day before Takataichi Mania. So there's that. And then the next live show, there is no more VOD shows, by the way. So the next uh, show show will be Sunday, the following Sunday, so the 18th. So, yeah, there's not as many shows, which is good for us because uh, whilst we loved that G1 and it was probably our favourite G1 to cover, my God, that was fucking exhausting, wasn't it, Mr. Andy? <laughs> yes, it was. It was pretty rough. But you know so, what? To get a couple was, shows was, a week, thank you. <laughs> I was really looking forward to talking to you about all this stuff because this was just a fun week of wrestling, you know? It, it just, yeah. I mean, it was a wild week. And to top it off with talking to you about these fun, you know, shows where every time we do an episode, it's almost like, New Japan's taking a step further, a step further back to where they once were. And this was a big step this week. So really enjoyed. Definitely a big step. And whilst we are primarily, well, 99.9% a New Japan person podcast, sometimes there's news just so big that uh, we have to have a good old chit chat about it. I think we really talked about uh, Vinnie Mac being let go and stuff as the boss, but I'm actually kind of glad about that because fuck that motherfucker. Like, get out of here. But uh, unless you've got anything to add. Nope. That's our show, everyone. Thank you for listening. We we love you. Buy our merch, Teespring, uh, slash, I don't know, just fucking look that shit up. Teespring has a search bar. Type in Never Open Podcast. Just do that shit. And Ingator, we trust. <laughs>